Amazing. Hopefully you can all see me and hear me. Uh, awesome. We are at Cruise tonight. It's going to be a great night. Uh, but I want to start tonight by asking you a quick question. Have you ever had a friend say something really awkward to you, but eventually you were really thankful that they said it anyway? So, for example, when I was around 15, 16, uh, I had a crazy haircut. I know, right, you're looking at me right now and thinking, Harvey, you need to look in a mirror, right, because your hair is mental. It's okay, the barbers will open soon. Uh, but when I was around 15, 16, I had this crazy, like, young Justin Bieber look going on. Um, and I had a friend, Lee, and Lee came up to me one day and was like, Harvey, dude, you just got to get a haircut. Your hair looks ridiculous. You need to get a trim. Um, and so I got a haircut, right? It was proper awkward, that conversation. Uh, but later on, I was super thankful because my hair looked so much better after I had a haircut than it did before. And so there's so many different situations where that is true, where it feels super awkward when someone says something to us like, uh, for example, hey, dude, you've got food stuck like in your teeth. Or for example, bro, you need to, to just check your flies because they are open right it seems super awkward when someone says that kind of thing to you uh but we have to be thankful for it because otherwise we uh would be putting ourselves in more of an awkward situation later on and they cared enough to speak to us about it or maybe you've been on the other side or maybe you are on the other side where you feel like you need to say something or um, tell someone something but you don't know how to say it and you don't know what to say um, see, it's one thing to tell someone that they've got food in their teeth, uh, but it's something completely different when it's a bit more serious. Uh, maybe a brother or a sister has started hanging around with a new group of friends and you think that they're having a bad influence on them. Or maybe um, your friend has started posting something on social media and you think maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Maybe that's not too great for your life or for your future is super awkward when there's something that you need to say to someone, but you don't know how to say it. Um, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. And, and last week we spoke a little bit about uh, reputation. Hannah spoke to you guys about this guy, Paul. And now Paul talked about how we need to have a reputation of love when it comes to anything, when it comes to these conversations. And see, with these kind of conversations where we need to chat to them, but we don't know how, it can be easy to avoid the conversation, right? Because we get in this place where, like, it's super awkward, but also we don't want to ruin our friendship, uh, but we don't want to come across as, like, a hypocrite. Maybe we've done the same thing in the past, or we sometimes do the same thing right now. Or at the same time, we, we don't think that they'll listen to us. Or maybe you've got the opposite problem, and you don't mind telling people when they've done something wrong or when they're messing up, you're like, hey, dude, you need to sort your life out. Maybe you're the opposite to that, uh, but you get labeled like different things, like the judgmental one, and you get this reputation. And see, Paul mentioned, we mentioned last week, how we need to have a reputation of love to be known by our love for others. See, we all know that love is the best thing to be known for, right? Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa, Jesus, they're all known for the love that they have. And so if love is the goal, then how do we be loving in how we approach difficult situations, right? We don't want to be arrogant. We don't want to lose our friendship. So shouldn't we just avoid the conversation, right? It's easier. And in the society we live in today, it's like everyone's got their own choices to make. Surely everything 
is okay and we should just move on right see but deep down we know sometimes that that isn't the most loving thing we can do especially when it's someone that we care about uh, a friend or a family member and they're doing some things that we don't think are great for their life or for their future it seems like it's not the loving thing to do to just ignore it and so we want to look at this guy paul again who hannah spoke about last week and paul writes a letter to the galatians right these guys are from a place called galatia uh which is like turkey nowadays but uh, back then it had a different name um, and he was real close with these guys and so he wrote this letter to them it said this dear brothers and sisters if another believer is overcome by some sin by some mistakes they get stuck in like a cycle of making the same mistakes over and over again if a believer is overcome by sin you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself in other words paul is saying if your friend is struggling if they are on an unhealthy track it is our responsibility to help them back onto the right track it's further than just a conversation with them but it is an action we need to help them get back to uh, the best place that they can be and if you're a christian today and they're a christian today then that means what is God's best for their life? And see, there's a few things that Paul isn't saying here, right? He's not saying, firstly, that you need to take personal responsibility for everything your friend does, uh, says. You need to follow them around 24-7. You need to sleep under their bed. Why? Because that is weird, right? But Paul is also not saying uh, that you should set yourself up for failure while you're trying to help somebody else. And that can be something so difficult, right? Paul is not saying uh, if you struggle at parties, that kind of party, then you should go with your friend for that party because you're looking out for them. If you're going to struggle with that kind of thing, uh, you don't want to set yourself up for failure. And so that can be a real hard decision to make. And so I would encourage you guys, if you are in that place where you need to make uh, that decision of how you help your friend or your family member. Uh, maybe you need to speak to a youth leader or an adult, someone who uh, you trust their opinion on, um, and you can chat to them and work out what the best thing to do in that situation is. So how do we help someone when we don't want to end up putting ourselves in a place where we're setting ourselves up for failure, uh, but we also don't want to follow them around like a weirdo and a creep, right? Um, and Paul goes on in verse 2, he says this, Share each other's burdens, and in this way obey the law of Christ. Right? Who's been to the gym lately? Nobody, because they're all shut. Uh, but we've all been pretending to do home workouts and all that kind of thing. But if you've ever been to a gym, uh, then you will know that sometimes you have somebody called a spotter. Right, and a spotter basically stands by your side while you're lifting weights, um, just so that if you start to struggle and you can't quite get the weights all the way where they need to go, uh, then they will just help you lift them a bit, not completely taking away the weight because then they want to help you still build your muscle, uh, but just to take some of the weight too. And this is exactly what Paul's saying here, where we should uh, share each other's burdens is to help carry the weights of other people help share the weight paul knew that the loving thing to do wasn't always the easiest thing to do right lifting the weight of other people isn't the easiest thing to do but we need to have those conversations and those conversations don't just stay as conversations they need to become actions we need to start helping each other get to the best place that we can be 
it's not just words, but it is actions as well. And see, how we do that is equally as important as what we do. Uh, maybe you're here today and you're thinking, you know what? I don't care about like telling people when I think they've made a mistake or when I think they're on a dodgy path. Like I'm cool to call them out on it and just say, dude, your life's a mess, sort it out. Like you're cool with that. Um, but Paul wrote some words just for you guys. He said this, be gentle and be humble. See, we need to encourage our friends when they're on a difficult path or not the best path for their life. We need to help them. We need to be kind to them. We need to be humble because we don't want to be arrogant. We don't want to make it so that we look like we're amazing and we make them feel terrible because that is not the loving thing to do. But what we want to do is we want to be kind. We want to be encouraging. We want the best for their life. And that's where those conversations need to come out of. See, those conversations, they're not easy to have. But we know that it's not loving to sit back and just watch as our friends, our family members make decisions that potentially will put them on a path that doesn't lead them to the best future that they can have. But we also know that it is not loving to call them out in a way that makes them feel terrible about themselves. And so we need to uh, learn a better way to do that. And I believe we do that by asking this question. Am I showing love in how I'm treating this person? See, because love pushes us to talk about difficult things in a way that is kind. Love also helps us to share the burdens of other people uh, by caring about them enough to help them get back on a good path. And so how do we do that this week? Maybe you've, uh, you know who that person is, somebody who's posting some stuff on social media, or they started doing some stuff, hanging out with some people, uh, and you think you need to have that conversation, but you don't know how. How do you do that? Um, and my bottom line this week is this, uh, and if you want to be uh, known for love in what you say and what you do, then I believe that you need to let love be your filter. You need to let love be your filter, and you can do that by filtering so many different things through love. Number one, your involvement. When we begin to filter our involvement through love, we decide what is the most loving thing to do is it for me to get involved what are my intentions in getting involved is it to big myself up is it to make them feel bad or is it because i genuinely care about this person and i want to help them and at the same time that can be a difficult thing because getting involved sometimes can put ourselves uh, in a place where where we struggle but we need to make sure that that isn't the case so maybe we need to get advice on that from a leader or from uh an adult that we trust as well uh, number two we can filter our words through love. See, how would I want to hear if somebody had something that they needed to talk to me about? What way would I want them to do it? Would I want them to say it in a judgmental way? Or would I want them to say it in a way that is helpful and loving? And lastly, I can filter my actions and my reactions through love. Chances are if they're falling into this place of keep going back to the wrong path or a path that isn't great for their life, then they need more than just your words, but they need your actions. And so how would I want someone to act if I needed help? Would I want them to be by their phone so that if I needed a hand, I could give them a call? Would I want them to pick me up from a party when uh, I went somewhere and it, it went downhill very quickly? Or would I want them to have difficult conversations with me and, and to help me out through my struggles? And would I want them to, to get in contact with somebody if they couldn't help me, to get someone who 
could help me, maybe an adult or somebody responsible. See, when we start to filter everything through love, then we start to encourage change in a way that is loving. We start to help people get back onto the best path that they can have for their life and for their future. So we can let love be a filter today by helping other people uh, when they are on a path that doesn't seem amazing for them. Uh, we can help them and the loving thing to do is to chat to them um, and to help them the best way that we can. See how different would our world look, would uh, our nation look if we began to filter our words and our actions through love, if our generation started to take responsibility for what we said and what we did in a way that helped other people around us, how different would our influence be on other people? How could we change uh, somebody's life in a way that might impact their future forever? And so we are gonna go into group discussions right now. Um, and so thank you guys for listening. Uh, let's start to filter our actions and our words through love. Cheers, guys.